Hi, I'm Melissa with Mix In Some Magic. I'm a Disney planning expert and I'm here to mix a little magic into your day. Each week I share Disney vacation planning tips, park strategies, and a little bit of Disney history sprinkled in. Of course, I like to include lots of Disney magic. Join me, let's mix in some magic. Welcome! Happy Thanksgiving! I'm glad you're here. Uh, Thanksgiving... Can I say it's my favorite holiday? I say everything is my favorite holiday. No one's going to believe me anymore when I say I have favorites because everything's my favorite. Thanksgiving is one of my favorite holidays. How about that? Can I say that? I love cooking. So I really enjoy making Thanksgiving dinner. It's one of my favorite things. I look forward to it. Plus, I love planning and organizing things. Um, So I really enjoy like planning the menu and figuring out what I need for everything. And then, you know, figuring out the timing of when everything needs to go into the oven. I write out a little schedule for myself and I love making it all. And I love eating it too. So Thanksgiving is really fun. I enjoy it. I know some people hate cooking, but it is one of my favorite things to do. When I ever have free time, when I, when I ever, if I ever, whenever I have, that's a better way to say it. Uh, whenever I have free time, that's what I'm trying to say, I always like kind of gravitate towards making something in the kitchen. So if I know I have a free afternoon, my mind immediately starts thinking about what kind of treat I could make or you know, something different I could try for a dinner, things like that. So I really enjoy cooking and I'm looking forward to this Thanksgiving holiday weekend. We're going to be putting up our Christmas decorations finally with the blessing and approval of all in my household because there's several who are opposed to Christmas before Thanksgiving. So it's happening this weekend, which I'm looking forward to, but then at the same time, I'm not because you know how it is when you put up Christmas decorations, at least at my house. It is a complete just disaster for probably a solid 48 hours because we pull everything out and then we're trying to figure out where to put everything and then we got to put all the other stuff away and it's a lot. It's a lot of stuff. Maybe I'm doing it wrong. Probably. I don't know why it takes us so long, but it does. And so I'm kind of gearing up for that Thanksgiving. It's also my daughter's birthday this weekend. So we have a lot of fun things going on. So a couple years ago, we decided to finish our basement and we started on it and we had a guy come and do the framing for the basement and he had to rip out some insulation that was already in there to frame out something, a closet, I don't know. And while he was ripping out the insulation, he found this doll inside, like tucked into the insulation behind the plastic. We didn't know it was there. It was this Dora the Explorer doll wearing a purple dress. And he's like, hey, I found your doll. And it's not our doll. So there was one other family who owned the house before we bought it. And somehow their Dora the Explorer doll ended up tucked inside the insulation in between the wall and the insulation I don't know how it happened in the unfinished basement and so it was kind of a joke at our house like the kids were like is the house haunted there's a haunted doll that was living in the walls of the basement and 
anyway, the kids were kind of like freaked out about it a little bit, but in a fun way, I guess. So we had fun with the Dora the Explorer doll. We like put it in people's rooms for a while and then the kids would freak out to come into their room and find this this doll <laughs> tucked into their bed or in one of their drawers, things like that. And then one of the kids threw it back into the basement. They're like, this is where it belongs. And then it disappeared. The Dora the Explorer doll disappeared and we don't know where it went. The best that I can figure out is because everybody swears that they didn't take it or get rid of it, but it's just gone. Nobody knows what happened to it. But the best that I can figure out is that the guy who was doing our framing, that he like took it when he cleaned up his all his framing stuff because it disappeared right around the time that he finished up. Now, why he would take a Dora the Explorer doll, a very used Dora the Explorer doll, I don't know, but it disappeared. This was a couple years ago and then COVID happened and prices went crazy and we decided to postpone finishing our basement. So we haven't done much with it for the last couple years, but we are working on finishing it, finishing it now. And last night, my husband was working on some electrical stuff and he saw something tucked up into like the ceiling, the boards in the ceiling in the basement. And he got out his flashlight, looked at it, and it was kind of hairy. He pulled it out, and it's a Dora the Explorer doll. It's a different Dora the Explorer doll. It's about the same size, but it's wearing different clothing. And so now this is the second Dora the Explorer doll we have found, like, hidden in our unfinished basement. So he brings it upstairs. I mean, he just is holding it and all the kids are like, no, no way. And they run into their rooms and are slamming doors and they're like, get it out of here. And he's like, I found this in the ceiling. And so everybody's freaking out because what are the chances? Where did these dolls come from? I don't know. We need answers. So of course, my oldest, he was gone. And so we tucked this new Dora the Explorer doll into his bed <laughs> and he wasn't pleased when he came home and saw that tucked in there and so now he has hidden it somewhere in the house and he's like you guys will find it when you find it and I don't know where it is at this point but someone's going to stumble on it <laughs> so anyway long story short I think our house might be haunted by Dora the Explorer we're not sure so far we found two dolls who knows how many there are and I guess this is how we're celebrating the holidays is scaring our children with this semi-creepy doll. <laughs> I'll have to put a picture of it on my Instagram stories. I It's it's strange. Um, so anyway, we're going to keep that up for the holidays, terrifying our children. Lots of fun, lots of fun, but I have some fun things to talk about today on the podcast episode. I have a guest joining me. Ashley Dixon, the Disney planner babe, will be joining me to talk all about our favorite holiday foods that we tried at Disneyland. Now, it's funny because we have, I don't know, sometimes we have very opposite tastes in food. Things that she really likes, I dislike, and vice versa. So I thought it would be fun to have her on so we can kind of talk about what we liked, what we didn't like, things you could should definitely try if you're visiting Disneyland for the holidays, things you could skip, and some of our things that were just kind of average. So we're going to be talking about that later on, but we do have some big 
big Disney news that we need to talk about. Two huge things happened this last week and we got to discuss. The first big piece of news I want to talk about is Disneyland gave us an opening date for Toontown, which is really exciting and surprising, actually, because I feel like Disneyland doesn't give us announcements or things that we want until later. And I was surprised and pleasantly surprised to get the news this early that Toontown is reopening on March 8th. So we already got the news that the new Mickey's Runaway, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway will be opening on January 27th. That's exciting, but Toontown won't be opening in January. The full Toontown will reopen in all its refurbished glory on March 8th, 2023, which is kind of, I guess it's perfect timing. And I'm sure Disney did this on purpose because that's when spring break crowds are going to be coming in and everyone's going to want to see the new Toontown. I'm really excited about it. Toontown was one of my favorite places. I always felt like it was a very underrated place. Seems like a lot of people skipped it, but it really had some of the best theming ever. I mean, it was just adorable, especially during the holidays. This year, I really missed having Toontown because they decorated it. So fun. So anyway, it's coming back March 8th. When I heard, I may have booked a plane ticket so that I can be there to check it all out. I'm super excited. So if you are visiting anytime after March 8th, you're going to be able to be in Toontown and check out the whole new Toontown. I think it's going to be awesome. The second big piece of news that dropped late Sunday night is that Disney has fired their CEO, Bob Chapek, also known as Bob Paycheck, and they have reinstated the former Disney CEO, Bob Iger. So this is huge, shocking news, and the internet has been in an uproar with it ever since it was announced. So Bob Iger was the former CEO of Disney, the whole Disney company. We're not just talking about Disneyland. We're talking about the whole Disney company. He was the CEO from 2005 to 2020. So he had a really long run and he is viewed as the most successful Disney CEO thus far and probably one of the most well-liked. But he quit in 2020 and he handed the reins over to Bob Chapek, who has not been nearly as successful or nearly as popular. Now, everybody has their opinions about Bob Chapek because he has done some pretty terrible, terrible things. I'm not going to list all of them. If you're interested, just do a quick Google search and you'll learn about him. He did come in right at the beginning of 2020, so he kind of had his work cut out for him because we are like heading right into the pandemic at that point and huge, huge changes are happening for every single company, not just Disney and Disney is a huge company. A lot of people think of it as just being the theme parks, but there are lots of aspects to the Disney company, specifically the movie making side and the, enter the entertainment side with their Disney Plus and they have a lot of fires. No, what's it called? Pots in the fire? Irons in the fire. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, irons in the fire. That's what they have. 
a lot of irons in the fire. Anyway, they have a lot of stuff going on with the company. It's not like they just have theme parks or they just have, you know, like their Disney animation that they're trying to create, things like that. So anyway, Bob Chapek came in during the pandemic and he had to make a lot of hard calls. He made a lot of cuts. He had layoffs. He's had a lot of political problems. Um, he did a lot of things to upset a lot of people. And part of the problem is he is just not very emotionally intelligent. So Bob Iger, his employees loved him. All the cast members, all the Disney board, the higher ups, everybody just loved him and respected him. And he worked really hard to make all of his employees feel like they were all working together to create one like goal. Their purpose was to uphold Walt Disney's legacy and to use imagination and creativity to bring all of this goodness into the world. And that's what kind of like the environment that he created when he was the Disney CEO. Well, Bob Chapek, he is not a people person and he did not do that. And he really started rubbing fans, Disney fans the wrong way. He started rubbing cast members the wrong way. And he has said some really stupid things and he's made some stupid decisions and overall the morale among cast members and Disney employees in general including the board of directors has all just kind of gone way down with Bob Chapek at the helm. So he posted really bad earnings in the latest report to the board of directors from what I understand and he had no explanation for it and he just kind of glossed over it like it was no big deal and I guess this was the straw that broke the camel's back because they fired him and had Bob Iger come back so he is coming back for two years and fans are thrilled cast members are thrilled he sent out an email to cast members right before they even made the announcement to let them know what was happening. And already the morale of cast members has improved and they're just so happy to have this leader back who they feel like really cares about them and cares about the Disney vision. So they feel like he gets it and they're really excited to have him back. And people are so happy to see Bob Chapek go. Now, I have read a lot of articles. I've seen all the Disney memes. I've been reading comments on posts and people are really excited and they feel like having Bob Iger back is going to bring huge changes. But I'm really a little skeptical. I'm not sure that it's going to bring the huge changes that some people are envisioning. So a lot of the cuts that Bob Chapek made or the price increases, the things he cut out, were things that were necessary to keep the company afloat and doing okay during the pandemic. I think a lot of these things probably would have happened no matter who the CEO was, but Bob Iger was smart and probably saw the writing on the wall and decided that in 2020, he should kind of step down, go out on a high note because things were about to get tough. He had seen what was happening over with the Disney company in China, and he probably could tell that hard times were on the horizon and he, this was a good time for him to retire. 
So I feel like a lot of the things that happened during the pandemic were probably things that would have happened no matter who the CEO was. But, you know, we all need a villain. And so Bob Chapek became that villain. Plus, he was easy to turn into a villain because he really is not a people person and has a terrible way of wording things where, I mean, Bob Iger could tell people the exact same piece of bad news and everybody would understand and support him. And Chapek can say the same thing and just come off in a terrible, terrible light and make people angry. So there were a lot of changes that happened. Bob got blamed. Bob Chapek got blamed for them. And now that Bob Iger is back, people are losing their minds, so excited, and they are thinking that, like, really, a lot of people almost seem like they think Disneyland is going to go back to the way it was back in the early 2000s, which I do not see happening at all. I've seen rumors, people saying that Disneyland's going to decrease their ticket prices, which... I don't think that that will happen. I mean, that just seems so far-fetched. I've heard rumors that Disneyland is going to quit Genie Plus. They're going to stop Genie Plus and they're going to go back to free fast passes for everyone like they did however many years ago. I don't see that happening either. Bob Iger is the one who started the Disney Genie Plus program. It was his baby before he retired. So he's the one who came up with that. I don't see him quitting on that program, Um, especially since it is making the company money and heading into a recession. That's what they need is they need money. So I don't see that going away. People are saying that they're going to stop park reservations. I don't know about that. Maybe. I could see that maybe happening. Universal Studios doesn't do park reservations anymore. I could see that as a possibility, although I know that the reservations are a huge help for scheduling cast members, making sure they have enough employees there to work, and ordering food. Make sure they have enough food or they don't overbuy because they can plan exactly how many people are going to be attending. So I think that the reservation system, although it's a hassle for people visiting, I think it actually saves the Disney company money in the long run. So I don't know if that will go away. I've heard rumors that maybe park hopping will be able, because right now you you can't park hop till 1 p.m. So I've heard rumors that you will be able to park hop whenever again, which I could see that happening. I don't really understand why you have to wait till 1 p.m. to park hop. It doesn't seem like that is making Disney money or saving Disney money. I don't know why that rule is in place. So I could see that going away. But the idea that Disney is going to come in and cancel you know, like not cancel, but like, yeah, cancel the Fast Pass or the Genie Plus and lower ticket prices. I just, I'm sorry if I'm hurting people's feelings or dashing their hopes. I just don't see that happening. Disney is a huge company. And like I said, you kind of, especially if you're a Disney theme park fan, you kind of think, kind of get narrow-minded, I guess, thinking that that is you know, Bob Iger's one and only goal is going to be improving the theme parks. And I'm sure that is on his list. But right now, I think his main priority is really 
doing the Disney entertainment side and working with Hollywood and studios and working on the Disney Plus subscriptions, things like that. I think that is his number one priority because the Disney parks are doing okay. They're making money right now and I think that that's probably not number one priority on his list. So he only has two years and in that time he's going to write the ship, so to speak, and he's also going to be training a replacement. So we'll see because he trained Bob Chapek and it didn't go very well. So we'll see what happens. Um, at this point, we just wait and see. It's going to be exciting to see what happens and hopefully I'm wrong. What if I'm wrong and Disney lowered ticket prices? Would that be amazing? Yes, but I honestly, I can't see that happening. It would be amazing though. I'm not saying it wouldn't. I would be thrilled. I had one person send me a message and say, I'm visiting in December. Um, should I cancel my trip and reschedule? And I was like, why would you do that? And she said, because Bob Iger's going to make all these huge changes to the theme park in the next couple weeks. <laughs> I told her very nicely that... I think she should hang on to her December trip. And if he does make changes to the theme parks, if that's something that's going to take months to implement, that's not happening overnight. So I would not cancel any trips in hopes that things will be different in the next few weeks because I don't see that happening. But time will tell and it will be interesting to see. I will keep you informed moving forward. All right, let's get into the really fun part of this episode. I'm going to take a quick break and then I'll be back with Ashley. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Mixin' Some Magic. It's time to start your holiday shopping and the Black Friday sale for my partners at Getaway Today starts November 22nd and runs through November 30th. They have the best deals on Disneyland Resort Vacations, Disney World Resort Vacations, Knott's Berry Farm, Universal Studios, Legoland. They do it all, but right now they are having adults at kid prices for Disneyland on all three-day or longer Disneyland Resort tickets. So if you're planning on heading to Disneyland anytime between now and 2024, this is a great time to grab your tickets because adults can get in at kids' prices. That's amazing. You can combine it with one of Getaway Today's amazing hotel deals. They often have deals like buy three nights, get the fourth night free. You can combine those and save a lot of money on your Disneyland vacation. Plus, if you use my code MSM10, you can save an additional $10 as well. So these Disneyland tickets are good through the end of 2024. So they're the perfect gift for the holiday season and you have a really long time to use them. This offer can be combined with their layaway plan, which means you can put $200 down and make payments as you go. You don't even have to pay for it all right up front. Now you know I love giving a vacation as a gift. We do it for our family every year because our kids don't need more toys. We have enough stuff. I like to do things that will create memories because that's what they're going to really remember 
from their childhood is the memories that we make, not the toys that they got at Christmas time. So we are doing a little vacation for a gift this year, and I think it might be a great idea for you to do that as well. So make sure if you're going to Disneyland between now and 2024, you get on board with this sale. You have to purchase by November 30th to get the adults to kid prices, but it's a great deal. I will put a link in my show notes. I'll also put their phone number in there if you prefer to call them. Just tell them that Melissa with Mix and Some Magic sent you to get the very best deal. Hi, Ashley. How are you? Hey, I'm so good, Melissa. How are you? Good. Thanks for being here. Um, anytime. I'm always happy to chat Disney with you. Of course. Um, why don't we start by you telling us about yourself in case people don't know who you are? Okay. Um, I'm Ashley Dixon. I am the Disney Planner Babe. So on Instagram at Disney Planner Babe. Um, and I have a Facebook group that is my pride and joy in life. I mean, my children should technically be, and they are, but like also my Facebook group, um, (laughs) Disneyland planning tips and tricks with Disney planner, babe on Facebook. So we do a lot of great Disneyland planning there. And then I also recently started a Patreon, which is so awesome. Yes. I have a a private Patreon group as well that I run. That's so exciting. I love it. Well, Ashley and I were recently at Disneyland for the holidays, and we thought it would be fun to talk about our favorite and maybe our not-so-favorite foods that we tried. Um, I like talking to Ashley about food because sometimes our opinions are vastly different on the same thing. It's so funny. It's so funny to me how we'll both take a bite of something at the same time, and like me looking at your face and you looking at my face, and we're just like, wait. It's happening. <laughs> yes, we see eye to eye on lots of things, but not always food. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, I think it was last January, we were at Disneyland for the food and, no, Lunar New Year. Mm-hmm. And there was a macaron. The purple macaron. <laughs> yes, the sweet potato one. And mm-hmm. I thought it was good. And Ashley took a bite and just spit it out. Like she couldn't even <laughs> handle it. I was like gagging. <laughs> it was so funny but anyway we each came up with a couple of our favorites and our mid-level I don't know how we want to say that mid is what my kids say but not great yeah Yeah. good but not and it's it's so hard to talk about food because like you said it's so subjective Mm -hmm. there are a few items that I feel like are good that people should try and if they try it they might really really love it um so well, and then we also thought of our least favorite items as well. Mm-hmm. So which way should we start? Should we start like bad to... Yeah, let's start let's with start bad, bad and then we can end on good. Yeah, we should always end on a good note. Yes. Okay. Well, what's your what's something bad that you absolutely did not like? Um. So this is going to surprise people, but because normally I'm a huge beignet fan, especially with the seasonal beignets. I was really excited to hopefully get candy cane beignets back and they're not candy cane beignets this year. They're like maple Mm -hmm. and I, they're fine, but I would skip them because there are so many other better sweet treats to try 
that right now, normally I'm all about beignets, but I would say those weren't my favorite of all of the seasonal beignets I've tried. Yeah, I agree. They tasted just like normal beignets. They didn't really have a strong maple flavoring unless you had the dipping sauce, which I thought was fine. But there's other things I'd rather waste my money and calories on than those beignets. So I agree. I would skip that one too. Um, One of my skips is I tried a slider from winter, winter sliders. I don't know. I should have looked that up. Anyway, it's over at the festival of the holidays over at DCA, one of their little kiosks. And I really was excited about it because I love ham. I love rolls. I mean, you can't really mess it up. But it was it wasn't good. I didn't think it was worth the money, and especially because it was nine dollars for this little slider. And I finished it because it was nine dollars, but I didn't enjoy it. And that's something that I would totally <laughs> skip. I'm gonna eat you because I bought you, but I'm yes. not gonna like it. <laughs> no, I didn't, and I was annoyed too because then I was still hungry. And I'm like, dang it, I just spent nine dollars. Oh. So I would skip that one. And if we're staying on festival festival of the holidays booths, it's so funny to me because most people will will say that that pork belly adobo is their favorite, mm-hmm. and I did not enjoy it. It was so salty. Really? And my little piece of pork, I know that that kind of pork belly is supposed to be fatty, but mine was so fatty that there was like, I felt like there was very little even meat on it. Yeah. So too fatty, too salty for me. Did not love that one, but lots of people do. I know. Maybe you just got a bad piece. That's what you just I never know. know. Right? So I always tell people, know. if it sounds really good to you, then just try it. Just because we yeah. didn't like it doesn't mean that they won't like it. Exactly. Um, Another thing I tried that I thought was just kind of like, eh, was over at Refreshment Corner. They have a caramel pecan cream cheese pretzel that I wasn't super jazzed about. I thought I would love it because I love the cream cheese pretzel, but I just didn't feel like the caramel and pecan really added enough to it to make it really exciting. Plus, then it made it hard to eat and you couldn't just carry it around. You would need like a knife and a fork. Yeah, it was so sticky and messy. And I liked it, but I'm comparing every time I get some sort of a cream cheese stuffed pretzel, I'm going to compare it to the toffee cream cheese pretzel from the Tomorrowland pretzel cart. They had that throughout the Halloween season and they kept it for Christmas season. And I was so happy. I cried tears of joy because (laughs) it is the most delicious thing. And it's on my must eat list. So when I saw another like cream cheese pretzel, I got really excited, but yeah, you're right. It was, it was okay, but it's yeah. not a must, must Now, do. when we were there, they didn't have this yet, but on the menu is a peppermint cream cheese pretzel, which is a cream cheese pretzel topped with white chocolate and crushed candy canes. And I think that one sounds good. I'm bummed we didn't get to try it. Maybe we need to make another Disneyland trip. What are you doing next week? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Just for the pretzel. Eating a peppermint pretzel. Let's go. Yeah, don't tempt me. You know, all you have to do is say the words. And I'm like, what, what flight are we on? Let's go. <laughs> I'm like, I found a really cheap flight. Let's go. <laughs> oh, man. It would be fun, though. Okay. Do you have anything else on your okay to the only skip other list? On the, the only other item on my skip it list was there's this really cute since we're talking about pretzels, Mm -hmm. there's this really cute holiday cookie pretzel. It's from the 
pretzel cart in Frontierland. And it's adorable, like photogenic, like you want to Instagram it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I took a bite of it and I don't know if it was because it would had, we didn't eat it right away. And we let it kind of sit and get cold for a while. Um, but I did not enjoy that one either. I would not buy that, but kind of unfair because, um, I've seen people get them and eat them right away and say they were good. So I love them. Yeah. My experience wasn't great. Um, I thought of another one that I didn't love, which is the holiday green alien macaron from alien pizza planet. It just was so sweet. It's a alien macaron filled with marshmallow cream and chocolate ganache and I've come to realize I think I'm just more of a fruity macaron type person than a super sweet so I wasn't excited about it I didn't even want to finish it I did I mean I shared it but anytime they bust out a new macaron we have to weigh it against the red raspberry mickey macaron and that it like nothing will ever beat that ever. <laughs> right. It's hard to beat. So, okay. What about your mid level? Oh, what, what are we calling it? I forgot. I don't know. So I feel like it's, these are the foods that I enjoyed, but I'm not necessarily dreaming about them at night, wanting to go back and get another one. These aren't right. the must do's, but they are enjoyable. They're decent. <laughs> All right. What's on um, your decent list? Okay. Your maybe list. Okay. So, um, from the cozy cone, that mint soft serve ice cream cone that looks like a little Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. I never in a million years would have tried it except for my friend, Melissa mixing some magic. <laughs> like influenced <influence>. me. <laughs> She's like, it's so you're well, you you're like I'm, I don't know what's happening. I'm switching tenses. Um uh when you said it was so good, I was like, well, okay, well, let's try it. And then it was really, really good. It is a solid treat. So it I is good. It. It's very light too. And you just don't feel like, you know, full and heavy after it. It's so good. Yeah. I'm glad that I tried it. Thanks for making me try. Well, not making me, but thanks for encouraging me to try it. I enjoyed it. <laughs> you're welcome. Um, I had one over at Galactic Grill. It's called a cup of cheer. It's weird because when it's called a cup of cheer, you think it's going to be a drink. It's not. It's cake. And I love cake. So it's orange cranberry cake with cream cheese icing topped with an orange cream filled cream puff, dried cranberries and holiday sprinkles. And I thought this was good. I liked it, but I was, I didn't like it as much as I thought I was going to like it, but I still enjoyed it and I was happy that I tried it because it's my favorite part of that cup of cake was the actual cake at the bottom Mm -hmm. and I don't know if it was orange or lemon what flavor was that but I think it's that part that part I liked yeah so that one I was glad that I had I wouldn't I don't know I'm not gonna have it again but I didn't spit it out (laughs) you didn't force yourself to eat it because you bought it (laughs) no (laughs) no I didn't (laughs) um okay so another item Talking about sweet things from Jelly Holiday, you can get an apple pecan donut. Another item that I might have seen on the menu and just not even given a second chance to, but a friend bought one and it looked really delicious. And I'm not usually a donut person, um, but I tried a bite. And if you like apples, it's really good. It's sticky and messy and gooey, 
and really rich. So you definitely have to share it, but I thought it was pretty good. I think it's a solid treat. Yeah. I tried that one and it was good. I mean, I didn't spit it out again. (laughs) That's like my standard. (laughs) Oh, but it was good. But I did feel like it wasn't like over the top. I mean, I felt like I could have bought it at a grocery store. Yeah. There wasn't anything super fancy about it. No, but it was good. good, All right. Now I have one that is going to be controversial. Are you ready? I wonder if your controversial one is the same as my controversial one. I don't think so. I don't know. My controversial one is the Mickey Mouse gingerbread boy. Oh, no, you didn't. I know. (laughs) I know. I just don't get it. I don't get it. I love gingerbread and he's adorable and I buy him every year and I take the pictures and then I bring him home and he's just not that flavorful. So I have a copycat recipe that I think is better because it has more like cinnamon and nutmeg. It has more flavor. And I even brought it home this year and my kids all took one bite and they were like, eh, yours are better. So I don't know. I think I might not buy this little guy anymore. Isn't that terrible of me to say? People are going to be so mad. I don't have words. I know. I don't know how to respond to this because that was the number one thing on my must get dream about. I I mean, they cap it at, you can only buy five Mm -hmm. of those gingerbread Mickeys. And I bought five. Like I ate one myself. I brought some home. I mailed a couple to friends. Like I bubble wrapped them really, really good and mailed them to friends. Um, Yeah. Oh, that's surprising, but it's okay because I have a controversial one. Okay. Well, I don't want to hurt your feelings. I mean, they're fine, (laughs) but I don't think they're worth the hype that everybody is like, you know, it's like hunger games trying to get your hands on a Mickey gingerbread, but they're good, but they're just not, they don't do it for me. Mm, They do it for me. Do you want to talk about your controversial one now? Well, if people are going to hate you for that, people are definitely going to hate me for this one. So the Jolly Holiday Thanksmas sandwich, mm. the sandwich that has the turkey and the stuffing and the cranberry and you it's on toast and you dip it in the gravy. I tried it a few years ago when it, they first brought it on as an item because people were raving about it, saying how awesome it was. And back then I didn't really like it at all. Mm-hmm. And when I said that I didn't like it at all, I mean, people grabbed their pitchforks and came at me. <laughs> Um, and so this year I vowed I would try it again and see. So I went into it with an open mind, ready to hopefully love it. And I liked it. Mm -hmm. It's good. I'm not going to dream about it. I'm not going to order it again. Um, as far as like a holiday vibe, a holiday feel, it wins everything. You know, if you like Thanksgiving dinner, it's, it's a Thanksgiving dinner sandwich, Right. Lunked in gravy. So it it was good, but I still am not one of those people who are raving about it. And a lot of people are raving about it. Right. I agree with you. I think it's hard to eat, which kind of like takes it down a notch. The bread is really crunchy. It's, it's hard, hard to like get into the food. I think when I we were eating a, it. I needed another cup of gravy. Yeah. I think you said like it's tearing up my mouth. Uh-huh. <laughs> Flavor was good. It was, I mean... But I'm not, you know, other people are just, that's like their number one favorite item and people talk about it and I'm like, meh. Yeah. I think, I think it's worth trying. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, 
And I like it. I would eat it again, but it's not at the top of my list. I'd rather, honestly, I'd rather order the regular jelly holiday combo with like the toasted cheese sandwich and the tomato basil soup. I'd rather have that. (laughs) But there was, they gave us an option. You could either choose the kettle chips or the pasta salad. And you were blown away by the pasta salad. Right? Like you feel so nerdy talking about pasta salad as like an exciting thing. Oh, well, you were excited. I was. It was delicious. Um, We've always just gotten those kettle chips and the kettle chips are really good, especially if you can dunk them in the tomato soup or dunk them in the gravy. Mm -hmm. They're really good. But I was like, let's branch out. Let's try pasta salad as a side. And it, I don't know what it was. I ate yours too, didn't you I? You did. Yeah. I, you I, it was me your, I ate all of mine and then I ate all of yours. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. And I don't know. I, and that's not a Christmas, you know, seasonal item. It's just a jelly holiday side yeah. dish that you can well, get anytime. But it, now I don't you know. Know. it was my first time and I loved it. Now, you know, I think it is definitely better than the kettle chips. I liked it over the kettle chips, but I, I loved it. I was ready to go order like two or three, just sides, <laughs> go into jelly holiday and be like, can you just get me a bowl of this? Like a big bowl of pasta salad. It was really, you good. were going to try to take it home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Figure out how to get it on the plane. <laughs> Another thing I liked a lot. It's not my top, but I really liked the Christmas punch over at Galactic Grill. It's like pomegranate, cranberry, orange juice, and Sprite. And they put pomegranate seeds and cranberries and this rosemary sprig in it. And it looks just like a cup full of Christmas. And it's adorable. And I thought it was really yummy. It tastes like Christmas. Mm-hmm. And it's beautiful. And it makes you feel so fancy just mm-hmm. holding it. Like it looks. It does. With presentation, it's an A+. plus. Yep. I liked that one a lot. That was good. Okay, are we um, ready to move on to Tippy Top or not yet? Yeah, there's an item. Well, there's a booth that I put between good and amazing. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's better than good, but maybe not quite amazing, um, but close. And that is out of all of the foods that I tried at Festival of the Holidays at the Marketplace booths, there is a booth over by Golden Zephyr and Goofy Sky School um, that is called Merry Mashups. Mm-hmm. And the two items that they have there are a turkey poutine. Did I say it right? That sounds that good. weird coming out. Well, I think it sounds poutine. good. Sure. And um, a carnitas mac and cheese. Mm. And I got both of those. And I thought they were both really, really good. But really different from each other. So it was kind of weird having both of them on my tray and eating them uh, at the same time. But the turkey poutine had these like sweet potato tots Mm. and gravy and chunks of turkey. I don't know. It was, it was delicious. Like I would take that over the Thanksgiving sandwich. Yeah. I I wish I had tried that. It sounds really good. Yeah. And then the carnitas, carnitas, uh, mac and cheese was really good. I'm a huge wuss with anything spicy. Mm-hmm. So I would say 90% of people who eat it will not think it is spicy, but I am the wussy 10% where it was almost a tad too spicy for me. But yeah, if, if you're a regular normal person, then it won't be spicy for you, but it was delicious. <laughs> Flavor was there. It was, I love, I liked both of those two, two items from Mary Mashup's booth. And do you remember how much they cost? Were they expensive? I want to say one was $8 and one was eight fifty. Yeah. So eight and eight fifty. Yeah. Not crazy. 
Okay. But go with favorites. Let's get into like the must eat number one dream about items. Hey, I have, I think I only have two. Well, I might have three because for me, I really will put the ice cream cone from Cozy Cone on my favorite must haves list. That's up there. That's fair. We already talked about that, so we don't have to talk about it again. But that is on my list. I really love it. It's so good. Yep. It was delicious. I daydream about that. I can I can say that for certainty. Okay. I want to go next because I want to beat you to this one. <laughs> no, don't beat me. I'm going to beat you to this one because we both <laughs> posted about it on Instagram on the same day. Um, The cookie ice cream sandwich. Uh, it's amazing. The cookie ice cream sandwich from Gibson Girl. Here is the one deal breaker if you don't like oatmeal raisin cookies. Mm-hmm. My husband is like, why did they have to do oatmeal raisin? Why couldn't they do like oatmeal or oatmeal right? chocolate chip? Because yes. raisins in cookies is not his thing. Um, but I love a soft, gooey oatmeal, oatmeal raisin cookie. And to put that delicious, like, cinnamon brown sugar ice cream in between two. And it was huge and gooey. And that yes. is one item that I honestly would hop on a plane and go to Disney just for that. It was yeah. so good. Um, I agree. It was absolutely my favorite thing I ate the whole trip. And... You can mobile order it, which is amazing. Plus it was $7 and you can easily split it in two or four pieces. So I liked that too. It wasn't crazy expensive. And guess what? I made a copycat recipe and I have some sitting in my freezer right now. And they're so good. I did the ice cream and the oatmeal cookies. I made the ice cream sandwiches. I rolled them in toffee on the edge, just like they do in the parks. And they're so good. I should bring you one. That's dangerous to have them They're so good. But I like, I wanted to make a recipe for all the people who could, you know, didn't want raisins. So you could make it at home and you don't need to put raisins in. Yeah. Because it would be just as delicious with just an oatmeal cookie. Oh yeah, for sure. oatmeal chocolate chip. Like, Mm -hmm. and I thought it was interesting that some of the cookies that other people had on different days looked different than mine. Yeah. um, Because sometimes they roll it, the outside in like chocolate flakes and other times they roll it more in toffee and it just depends on the day, I guess. On the picture- Go ahead. Sorry. Heads up. I could not mobile order mine. Oh, you couldn't? Um, I went late in the day to Gibson Girl. And when I tried to mobile order, it was not available for mobile order. Mm. So I went and the standby line was not very long. So I just waited and I was able to order it. So if you do try to order it, mobile order and don't see it, you can still get it standby. Yeah. Totally worth it. Totally worth it. All right. my num- My other number one thing that I really liked... I don't know how to say it. I'm going to try charcuterie pizza. Is that oh, how you I'm say so it? Oh, I'm so bummed that I didn't try it. Ah. Is that how you say it? Ch- charcuterie. Charcuterie. There... Did I say it right? There has to be a cooter in there. <laughs> <laughs> charcuterie. Charcuterie. I don't really know. But I don't I... know. I don't know either, but that sounds weird. Are you sure? I don't know either. Okay. We need to find somebody who knows. Um, I can read you what's in it, but I can't even pronounce a lot of the things. Should I try? Okay. Yes, it's a try. pizza slice. This is from Alien Pizza Planet, topped with pesto cream sauce, fig marmalade, prosciutto capicolo, Spanish, Spanish chorizo, caramelized onions, cornichons, don't know what those are. Cheese blend and arugula. 
And when you read that, you're like, well, that sounds terrible, but it's not. It's really good, especially when you're talking about a piece of pizza from Alien Pizza Planet, because that's mm-hmm. not like the best pizza you're ever going to have in your life. But I thought this was really good. It felt more adult than a slice of pepperoni or a slice of cheese. The arugula makes it look fancy, but it was really good. And that's something I would totally recommend and I would eat again for sure. I loved it. I feel like that's one item that across the board I have heard good things about from everyone. Mm-hmm. Like I, I have yet to hear a bad review of that. It's a good one. There were some little something spicy in there. I don't know what it was, but I feel like every once in a while there was a spicier bite, but not every time. I don't know. Probably it's one of those things I couldn't pronounce that's spicy. Um, When you're eating it and you're like, I don't know what any of this is, but it's delicious. Right? <laughs> Oh, you think fig marmalade on a pizza. That sounds terrible, but it's not. It's so good. So I guess we'll have to go back. If you got your your, um, cranberry, what was the drink from Galactic Grill with the cranberries and the orange wedge and the... Yeah, the Christmas punch. The Christmas punch. If you got the Christmas punch and a slice of charcuterie pizza... And just, you'd just be so bougie. It would be the best holiday day ever. It would. Well, and then you got to wrap it up with the ice cream cookie sandwich, though. Yes. Just for fun. So good. Um, One more thing that I think is worth mentioning. Gingerbread Mickey cookie. We already talked about. I was flabbergasted that you are not a huge, huge, huge fan because I am. I Mm -hmm. love them. Um, but you do have to mobile order them super early from Jelly Holiday or else you're stuck waiting in a long standby line there or Marketplace, Market House or um, Trolley Treats. You don't want to waste time waiting in line for a treat that you could mobile order. And then uh, the toffee pretzel I already talked about. Honestly, if it would be a dream come true if they made that toffee pretzel a permanent item in the park. I don't mm-hmm. see why not. It's super easy. They just they already have the cream cheese pretzels. They just dip it in the toffee cinnamon sugar stuff and mm-hmm. it's, oh, it's so good so good but the one that I want to mention that honestly no one else is talking about is the cranberry fritters oh from... yes I know it's a total sleeper hit sleeper yes. hit um the cranberry fritters from Royal Veranda is it Royal Veranda is that the yeah name of it? I think so Royal Street Veranda there we go Royal, Royal Street, Street Veranda. Veranda it's this little tiny hole in the wall um food service place right next to pirates of the caribbean kind of hidden back in there never gets a lot of hype you can usually get like bread bowls with gumbo and stuff from there they have orange uh cranberry fritters with like an orange marmalade dipping sauce Mm -hmm. and i was like okay that sounds good let's try it i loved them loved them like i Normally we all buy items and put them in the middle of the table and we all try each other's. I kind of wanted to hide that and not <laughs> share. They were so good and no one is talking about them. So well, I, I think the word. reason, the reason no one's talking about them, I just tried to look them up on the foodie guide. They're not on there. So I think people oh, no. don't know about them. <gasps> so on the foodie guide that Disney put out on the Disney Parks blog, they are not listed on there. Also, when you brought them over, I was like, oh, my gosh, what are these? And I almost didn't try it because I was so full. But I'm glad I did because it was amazing. But it says they on are the so delicious. they really are on the you can 
look at it on the Disneyland app, it's on there. It says cranberry fritters with orange dipping sauce rolled in red sugar and served with orange flavored dipping sauce. So super simple, but they were very, very good. They were really tasty and we need to spread. It's become my mission now in life for the next few weeks between now and January 8th to spread the word of the Royal Street Veranda cranberry fritters with orange dipping sauce because they're so good. They are good. Did you get a good picture of them? It was dark. No, it was dark and I ate them fast. (laughs) (laughs) So I have a picture of them. It's just not, Not I mean, maybe Photoshop can help, but maybe. Yeah, well, I'm glad you saved me a bite. I went into it thinking it wouldn't be amazing. Mm -hmm. I didn't really, you know, so, but no, it, everyone needs to try them. They're so good. Yes, I agree. They are so good. That and the ice cream sandwich. Yeah. And the charcuterie, charcuterie. Did I say Mm -hmm. it? Charcuterie pizza. See, you make it sound so natural when you say it. (laughs) I don't know if I'm saying it right either. (laughs) I wish I would have tried that charcuterie pizza. I wish I would have tried the bananas foster funnel cake fries over Mm -hmm. from award wieners in in DCA because they look really good. And I love bananas. I love bananas foster. And then that atomic pretzel from Pim Test Kitchen that had like the apples and the bacon and the That sounded good too. People were saying it was really good, but I didn't get a chance to try that either. But I, if I were going back for another trip, I would try those. Yeah. Well, I felt like I tried so many things until I got home and then looked at the full list and I'm like, I didn't even put a dent in it, but I was so full the whole time. We ate a lot. We did, but we didn't eat everything. (laughs) eating. I know. Yeah. It was good. Well, I guess you're right. We should go back. Let's go. I have some some open time in December. <laughs> I can make time. Oh, Ashley, don't tempt me. I know, because then we end up being like, guess what I just booked? I booked a flight. <laughs> well, we're if we're going back. back to try food, I mean, we have to be able to tell well, people there's some holiday good. things that I didn't. There's some other holiday things that I didn't. I didn't even get to see Santa. I you missed didn't? out. Oh, dang I it. I was so busy with so much other. There's just so much to do and see during the holidays that mm-hmm. it's hard to cram it all in. It is hard. So I could go back. Well, we'll think about it. Anyway, thanks for joining me. It was super fun. Yeah, I'm always down. I loved it. Super fun. Now I'm hungry for all of those things. I know. Me too. <laughs> all right. We'll talk to you later. Okay. Thank you, okay. Bye. Thank you, Ashley, for joining me and discussing all things holiday food. It was fun. Always fun to talk with Ashley. Um, I hope that gave you some ideas for things you might want to try when you are visiting Disneyland for the holidays. And of course, I will put my copycat recipe for the ice cream cookie sandwich and for the Mickey Mouse Gingerbread Boys in the show notes. I'll put the link so you can check that out if you're interested. They really are good. Very good. So thank you, Ashley, for joining. It was lots of fun. Um, I hope you guys have a wonderful Thanksgiving. I hope you have tons of yummy food 
and lots of family around if that's what you want or maybe no family around if that's what you want. I just hope you're happy and healthy and have a great Thanksgiving. Make sure you are following along with my Instagram. You can also sign up for my newsletter. I send out a newsletter occasionally and don't forget I have a mini holiday course for people visiting Disneyland during the holidays that is for my subscribers. It's $5.99 a month. You can cancel it anytime and that is a great way to support me is by becoming a subscriber over on Instagram. Um, I think that's all. That's everything I've got for you. Oh, also don't forget I have downloadable touring plans. If you're heading to Disneyland and you're feeling overwhelmed, go grab one of my downloadable touring plans. They come with or they work with Genie Plus. It gives you a step-by-step guide to visiting Disneyland. So you don't, it just takes the guesswork out. You don't have to wonder when the best time to ride Haunted Mansion or when you should hit Pirates or what time you should book a lightning lane for Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. It just gives you a step-by-step guide so you don't have to worry about it. It takes the guesswork out, takes the stress out, and you can just enjoy your day at the parks. I'll put a link to my downloadable touring plans in the show notes as well so you can check them out. Happy Thanksgiving! I will be back next week with something new. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk soon.